Uh, it feels pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for me, it's, you know, it just feels like where I'm supposed to be. With authority! Aloha means goodbye, Madison Bumgarner. He gone! Welcome to the Most Muscles and Podcast in Barry Sports. This is ABC7 Sports. Without Mad Bum! <laughs> With authority! I, it's hard for me to remain composed given the news of the day, and we just heard Madison Bumgarner, the new Arizona Diamondback. That's weird. It is weird. The, the photo op was weird. Just seeing him as a non-giant is weird. But I think... I mean, obviously Giants fans are not happy about this development. You could see it coming, the build-up. You could see the posturing. I think our anger, though, toward Mr. Farhan Zaidi is misdirected. And I will explain <laughs> that as we go on. Why do you laugh? Is that what your I point just was laugh to... because I think the anger level would be much higher if he went to the Dodgers, which I thought would have been far more entertaining. Now oh, he I gets to toil in obscurity in Arizona. <laughs> it's like if he went to, like, the Padres... Or the Mariners, or I mean, that's that's the Diamondbacks are. I mean, come on. If he was going to leave, deep down in a, a part of me that I don't want people to see, I, <laughs> I I would have wanted him as a Dodger just for the drama. That's what I wanted. I mean, because look, I, it was a great run. I mean, you, we could go down and you, you have all the accolades and everything, and 2014 is something that was. Just unbelievable, magical, honestly legendary. Yeah, it was. I mean, legendary. he's he's all time iconic in terms of uh, San Francisco sports. But I, what I really believe now, he got five years and eighty five million from the Arizona Diamondbacks. He had one quote, actually a couple of quotes that I thought were really interesting. He said, "Quote: Winning is what the whole decision was based on." End quote. And when pressed as to how he made the decision and what he felt about the Giants, he said, today's not the day to talk about that because he didn't want to snub the Diamondbacks. I mean, this was their, the, the crown jewel mm-hmm. is appearing, our big stud. Remember <laughs> Big John Stud, by the yeah, way? Yeah, Big oh, John yeah, Stud. Yeah, okay. right, back to wrestling. <laughs> exactly. All right. So. Uh, every, all roads lead back to yeah. WWE. Anyway, so he didn't want to detract from their big announcement by saying what was really on his mind, which I believe is he did not want to come back to this version of the San Francisco Giants. And all along we've been talking about how Farhan is pushing him out the door and what is Zaidi doing, and he he wouldn't give Kevin Pillar a new deal, and everybody sort of fell madly in love with Kevin Pillar after one season. It's because he actually played fairly well on a otherwise hapless team (laughs) okay well it's true yeah so i mean you're clinging for something to hold on to as a giants fan give us the nostalgia of a great of an icon of a legend Mm -hmm. and i'm not talking pilar right now but (laughs) uh, but 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 i believe that farhan is taking the team in the direction that he wants to and especially with bruce bochi saying aloha means goodbye as well i think bumgarner looked at the situation and just said you know this is not same as it ever was for the past decade. And and given the money scenario that the Giants appear to be offering just enough to look competitive in the marketplace, but not really enough to do the deal, like the way, especially the way the deal was done, he's taking $6 million this upcoming season. That's, that's a, I mean, 
Come on. Mm-hmm. You know, we could scratch that together. <laughs> if we, no, we could uh, not. Okay, no, we could. We definitely could. I don't could. have enough Bitcoin we for that yet. Could. Well, just, just wait another month or two. $19 million in year two, 23 year three, $23 million in year four, $14 million in the final year, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a steep decline with, I think, $15 million deferred. The Giants could do that deal in their sleep. It's, yeah, it, they could. They, they would not be pressed financially, but I really think that it was it was probably a combination of, of Farhan making it clear, like, yeah, I know the old regime would have done some deal for you where we overpay for past accomplishments. We're not doing that anymore. And so he's the guy that's drawing the line. I think Bumgarner is looking at it and going, yeah, this isn't the team that I started playing for either. So the attraction, the lure, as much as he may like having pitched at now Oracle Park and, and wearing— But they're moving the fences in. Well, that's, yeah, and his that's, fly ball rate's going up. Right. So that might not have been as comfy a place for him either. No, but I just think the scenario had changed. And Definitely. I think in as much as people want to pelt Farhan and put him in the dunk tank and go after him, which could be a good Giants promotion this mm-hmm. year. Think about that. If the attendance is down, the Farhan <laughs> dunk tank out by the veggie garden. Yeah. You plunk, you know, plunk the. You go uh, get Farhan out of the water. Plunk the bullseye, yeah. and uh, yo, you got a nice Max Muncie reference yeah. there. But I, but I, I believe now, knowing what we know, I think this was a a Bumgarner driven decision hmm. to go to Arizona, just as much as it was a Giants decision to pull back from Bumgarner. Yeah, and I think a lot of that makes sense, and I don't think that there was any reason to bring him back. I mean, like you said, you could sign him for his past accolades, and there were many. I mean, he's he's a Mount Rushmore SF Giant. Yeah. Easily. Um, I think that the Giants were smart in moving on from him, despite the fact that it hurts the fans. There's no reason for him to be on this team. This is a teardown. This is a rebuild. This is exactly what they should have been doing years ago. This is it. And I think that if you look at Madison Bumgarner, he was 19 and 15. That's what the Giants were in his starts last year. Mm-hmm. 19 and 15. I don't know that it's really worth it to pay that much money to keep him around. So when you're not you trying this. to do a whole lot anyways. Well, you're trying to build for the future with youth. Yeah. And so I, I understand that. But I just wonder, is there some inherent value to a guy that has his veteran status that everybody in the clubhouse looks up to that even if he doesn't have his best stuff i know velocity's down fly mm-hmm. ball ratio up but uh, he's still road he's still ERA, good enough pitcher he's four era etc to have his presence to show guys what it is to compete that kind of stuff that those are intangibles and mm-hmm. and that's one of the, the things when we talk about the whole saber metrics it's never included the humanness he brings a grit that you can't put into just some sort of algorithm and i think that may be missed by this team now it's too early for that grit you don't need that grit right now you well, need sure that you grit do. to get you over the hump they're not even ready to start climbing the hump well yet. no in fact they're going they back need to tear it down rebuild they don't need that spot in the rotation occupied by madison bumgarner right now they're going back down camelback mountain <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately yeah, all the way down yeah and that that's and that's the other thing that i mean when you look at where the giants are they refuse to use the the, the R word, the rebuild. rebuild, and and so I, I think it would actually be easier for them if they just said it and people could accept that. Although you worry 
attendance, I mean, there's plenty of empty seats. And I, I wonder, I, I did I did some, some math and just guesswork. Okay. Is a Madison Bumgarner start, more people would turn out for that, right? Theoretically. 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 I, I'm saying just making it up. Mm-hmm. Extra 5,000 people per game. Mm-hmm. And they spend, let's say, $75 a piece, you know, when you throw in the parking and the food and whatever, you know. It, maybe it, it might be more than that. And if you do the math on the number of home starts, I looked at it, it was it was under $6 million for a season. Now, it could be way off on those numbers. It could be way less, or maybe it's up. If it's up as much as $10 million, maybe in the Lincecum days when Timmy was throwing, there yeah. was that noticeable I mean, Timmy difference. drew a crowd. I don't know that Mad Bum necessarily drew that kind of a crowd. Maybe not. Well, especially with the team playing as poorly as yeah. it has the last three years. So you're not I, Wednesday night. You're not going to 18 or Oracle Park. Ooh, ooh, almost yeah, got fined yeah, there. Be careful. Uh, you're not going to Oracle Park on a Wednesday night to see Madison Bumgarner start against the San Diego Padres. I don't think you're not getting another 5,000 fans on that night just because Madison Bumgarner's on the hill. But you know what we are going to go do? Hmm. We're definitely going to see Madison Bumgarner, the Diamondback, that, yeah, see, come to Oracle crowd, Park and be on the back mound. back as a Dodger. Throw it, oh, Buster so Posey. Um, Let's respect Mad Bum, though, real yeah. quick here. I mean, this guy in the postseason was 8-3 and three with a 2.11 ERA. Four wins, zero losses, one save in the World Series. The money save. This guy is a big-game pitcher. Yeah. He just went to a place where he may not pitch any big games. That's true. And he said winning is everything. Well, Arizona went 85-77 and 77 last year. I mean, they're and, okay. And they, they, they got Stephen Vogt. They shipped off <laughs> Zach Greinke yes. uh, and still managed to finish because we thought yeah. they were going to completely tank uh, once they made that deal or they were giving up. They still finished eight games over five hundred, yeah. which is to their credit. But you're right. I mean, since the, like the Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling days, have we seen the Arizona Diamondbacks as a factor really in any major way? I can't think of, of anything unless I'm missing it. You're more the baseball I mean, they're guy. always kind of in the they're hunt. Okay. But they're, they're there, like but they're not like a perennial playoff. I mean, right like now, the Dodgers would have been. Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers win the division every year. Yeah. I mean, they have problems once they get into the playoffs. But that's but where Madison Bumgarner would have come in. Well, I, I think it would have been great theater to see him. Oh, man. But the people would have been, been, been losing charts. their minds. It would have been off the charts. And then that's just us wanting to see punishment. <laughs> just That's just us wanting to see storylines. That would have been incredible. Now, I think with Madison Bumgarner you got to look at the way that he, I'm going to say, carries himself on the mound, the way that he is out there on the mound. He's like a guy that you can trust completely in a wild card playoff game. He's a guy you can trust completely in a World Series game. Yeah. I just, man, I just would love to see him on a team that's going to be in those situations. Well. That's all. I that's mean, all I'm saying. What's interesting is that not only did the Giants not want to pony up year five of his contract, Apparently nobody else in baseball did either. Now no. he did indicate at the news conference that there he left some money on the table. Yeah. So maybe there was another team that that did, you know, bid higher. I don't know who that would be. I I I'm almost certain that it wasn't another team in the division because he probably would have gone for that. Mm-hmm. But maybe it was an American League team. I, who who knows? Maybe it was East Coast. It was just some place he didn't want to be. But it's interesting that Arizona pencils him, and he's, he's their best pitcher right now. And that they said openly when free agency started, Madison Bumgarner was not on their radar at all. They hmm. were not thinking about him as, oh, we got to, you know. The price came this, down enough then. Th- exactly. Interesting. And so the rest of baseball perceives Madison Bumgarner as this, 
legend from the past. Mm-hmm. 2014 Bumgarner, if he was on the market right now, oh my oh, God. Astronomical. But he's only 30. I know. but He's not as old as people think he is. Well, he's just been around a long and time. And the one thing that I think is interesting in all of this was, remember, when the Giants thought they had a chance a little bit last year at that second wild card spot, they chose not to trade him. Right. And at the time we talked about it, and I thought, well, maybe if you intend to bring him back, you don't trade him. You keep him. You right. maybe sort of go for it, and then you're going to bring him back. But they clearly had no desire to bring him back, so I don't see why they didn't trade him. Well, that tells you that they didn't get the like, offers. Like, is there a plan here? Well, they didn't get the offers that they anticipated, so they'll <sighs> take their compensatory draft pick and move on. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, you'd have to assume – well, a couple ways to look at this. Maybe Farhan was saying, look, I don't want to cut the legs out from underneath Bruce Bochy when we're trying to get to In his final season. Final maybe work. we get some magic here. In One a, last magical a, run. I mean, maybe it was Torture. more commitment to Boch that led to that decision. Like, I don't want to be the guy that has him come up one win short. Uh, of 2000 and and I, I shipped and I basically <laughs> gutted the team um, by you know making all these deals and not getting great prospects in return. I mean, if you if they were offered a guy who was major league ready stud on paper, you'd have to think they would have pulled the trigger. What this tells you is that they didn't, and nobody else. It wasn't like okay. Mad Bum's available in free agency. Line starts here. Yeah. Everybody's form. Oh, well, they're all queuing up. Everybody's in line. Yankees, Dodgers, they can't wait to spend money. Yeah. So I think the rest of baseball looks at him the way Farhan looked at him. Yeah. And Arizona sees more value in what he could bring to a franchise that's in need of a guy like that. Again, a franchise that needs to get over the hump. They're building. They need to get over the hump. They need a Madison Bumgarner. The Giants did not need that. I'm still bummed, though. You know what? As a person that uh, rooted for the team in the East Bay his whole life, I'm numb to this stuff. Completely immune. Well, because all of your stars... Everyone's gone. <laughs> they all Everybody leave. gets dealt they away. They come, they go, they get great, they go somewhere else. This is this is like... This is nothing for me. Yeah. Well, you've you've lived it so many yeah. times. How do you know? It happens. Yeah. You, you've, it's part of the process. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you've been beaten down so many times. Uh, you know, we were talking about the, a segment that we've done on a lot of the podcasts. Tell me a story. Mm-hmm. So you just reminded me of a story. We'll just do. I'll just dive into it real quick. Just right go now. for it. Yeah. So I don't know how many years this was. More than a decade ago, we would have to look at when he pitched. Uh, I was at A's spring training, and it was one of the years that they were going to Japan. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had dinner in Arizona, and the bit was that Kurt Suzuki, who's still playing, yeah, uh, world champion, yeah, right. Uh, he was going to teach Houston Street about sushi because they were going to Japan. And so basically the whole bit was set up to run up a $200 dinner bill at, at a great sushi restaurant in which Scottsdale. Which you were not going to pay. Which, no, no, the company <laughs> paid for that. But, you know, after a while, we, after we finished shooting everything and then we were just hanging around and talking. And at the time, Houston Street was, was, a, was up and coming and he was a notch below the ace, you know, out of the bullpen, the closer that he mm-hmm. was going to be. But you could see he was right. He was almost there. And he, he said at the time, we all know in this organization, the A's organization, this is a short-term thing. Because the second we get to the point where we're eligible to get paid, oh, they're not paying us. Yeah. I mean, we're going <laughs> elsewhere. We know we're all here. It's just a short-term ride. So we have a great time. And, you know, they, they but we know 
when it's time for the money to 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 be delivered, it's not going to be delivered in Oakland. Mm-hmm. So that's that's you're telling me a story. So that that was I mean that was ten fifteen years ago. Not much has changed, and it won't until that that ballpark until you're there when that when the shovel goes into the dirt yes. on whatever day that is. Oh man! Yeah. Well, that's there's your story. This could be a transition point, but the city of Oakland suddenly is more desperate to maintain the Oakland A's because we saw what could be, what honestly I hope is the final Raiders game in Oakland. If they come back and play another game, that'd just be awful. Well, we don't we, need to say goodbye three times. We should, we should set this up because on Sunday they played their final scheduled home game. Yes. Now we had a source that was close to the situation that claims they're behind in Vegas on mm-hmm. the construction of that new stadium. And the A's have to decide by April 1st whether they want to... The Raiders do. Oh, yeah, what yeah. I say, A's? Mm-hmm. Uh, Raiders have to decide and tell the, the city and county by April 1st whether they want to exercise their option of one year $10 million to play the following season, next season, at the Coliseum. Or some of it. Or some of you. Well, and if they play any of it, they have to pay right, the whole they season. Pay the is what we'd heard. Now you you've yeah. been involved in remodels. I've been yes. involved in construction. <laughs> you know how hard it is to make the maybe maybe they're a, you know I don't know maybe they could rally and finish up. But if the report that that we had is accurate, it's going to be crazy in terms of trying to get that stadium built out. Maybe they mm-hmm. could get it built out to the point where they could hold events there if if they are indeed behind. Or either that, or the NFL buys them an extra couple of weeks. They start on the road, or I don't know. They'd have to get creative with it. So that's why we we're saying we assume it was the final. Yeah, home and that's game pretty much what everyone's so they, assuming uh, so at this point. We'll there assume. is a, a chance. Yeah, there is a chance they play another game. Who, in Oakland. There's been too many people that that are not connected that have mentioned this to me about the Raiders. You know, they're talking with the Oakland people. This might not be it. so. I, I've heard I don't want to see it. I've heard that I'm from done. multiple people. But let's just assume that was yeah. it. So, did, they went out so Raider. I was so honestly Raider. Like, I was honestly furious at the end of that game. It was sad. The, look, the, the, the city the of refs, Oakland, the, refs the fans, okay. most importantly, deserve better. I totally agree. And uh, you could say the refs screwed them at the end of the game, and obviously they made that point, but. The Jaguars scored 17 unanswered points. They didn't do anything in the second half. To come out, I thought they were going to come out fired up. They did. I thought they were going to win that game. The Jaguars were a lifeless team playing right. for nothing. And to then buckle in the second half and lose in the way they did. They missed two field goals. They got yeah. a second chance at it at the end. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. I mean, that was just disgusting. That was terrible. Uh, I'm, that was I'm, the worst way you could go out. I'm used to the Raiders disappointing. Yeah, I just like moment. I'm used to the Ace yeah. players leaving. But, but it was on brand. It, it's totally, it was totally on brand. On well, brand yeah, along but, with the batteries but you don't and see bottles that. flying. Man, I wanted I, I wanted know. people to be happy. I wanted one last hurrah. I, I know, and I think Gruden wanted that. I think Gruden, and I don't even know what to make of John Gruden at this point as a coach because mm-hmm. I thought the whole season could have cratered on the silver and black with that absurd six weeks on the road. They came through that. They yeah. survived that gauntlet, and they're they're six and four. And we're thinking, could they possibly make the playoffs? Not to mention, they survived that hell stretch, and they had no game. They had one game against a winning team from yeah. that point on, and they failed. And they, yeah, I mean, it's it, like they they let down completely, again and again and <sighs> again. And you want to talk about second half, and we get into it. 
as a coaching staff, they get outcoached in the second half mm-hmm. every single week. I mean, the, the, the point differential is dramatic. And there's something wrong there. I don't know. We'll see if they go to Vegas. Is Derek Carr the quarterback? It seems like you know you heard there, there was one report. There's a rift, a lack of a connection or something. But I mean, if, I don't think you have a better option. Oh, but there's going to be a they're zillion gonna try. free agent quarterbacks. I mean, available, just to see you know. Carr trotting off the field at the Oakland Coliseum to booze on Sunday. That was sad. That was awful. And, and, and it's not that I think he's a great quarterback, but I think he's a high quality human. Very high quality human, and, and a good quarterback. Yeah, he, he's he's, he's had solid. Some good years. He's solid. No, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the thing that I thought was actually as disappointing was. Mark Davis in a classic tone-deaf owner moment saying, uh, he basically asked, and now imagine you have the legends of this franchise are all out there. Marcus Allen is back. Remember how he feuded with Al Davis? He came back for this. Tim Brown. I mean, the whole group of, I mean, just icons on the field. And, and Mark Davis is asked, do you feel nostalgic at all about this? And he says, nah, I'm, I'm used to it. We left in 82. It's just, I mean, you can, if, even if you're thinking it, I don't think you can say it, especially on that day and that moment. It's just so bad. It was just awful, It's such man. a bad look. You know, Josh Dubow ran the numbers on this of the AP, great reporter from the AP. Since Mark Davis took over this team in 2012, (laughs) the Raiders are 46-80. and Is that bad? Gosh. I mean, you look at this Raiders team. What is their motto? Either of them. Pick one. (laughs) There's two. Just win, baby. And? Commitment to excellence. Have we seen either of those things? No. Since they've come back to Oakland? Well, there was... A couple of moments. John Gruden, mm-hmm. Gruden 1.0, mm-hmm. there was that, and he got into a feud with Mr. Davis and, and was traded away for draft picks that turned and out to be And then beat nothing. the Raiders in the Super yes, Bowl, the one good year they really, truly had. And a couple of years ago when what were they, they were like 12-4, and four, mm-hmm. but Derek Carr was injured in the playoffs and so you know, you have to give Jack Del Rio credit. People kind of just forget about him entirely, but he actually turned it around. They had a really good year after that year. Dennis Allen, and they did. I mean, they're just a series of misfits and bad hires and dumb decisions and poor draft picks. So you have to say Jack. By the way, he is and Reggie McKenzie and, Re- and Reggie McKenzie. Neither also, of whom are also there gone, anymore. Also gone. Um, Jack is really good on TV on ESPN. He never seem to enjoy the the news conferences if, if we got that like the jack we see today mm-hmm. on espn and the, the news conferences would have been like a thousand times better i may have told this story on the show I'll, I'll digress really quick but there was a time at a raiders press conference where i went to set my mic on the the, the, podium, the podium and some other reporter came in and put another one on there and somehow mine fell off and right then jack del rio <laughs> walked up Ready to start, and I'm sitting there scrambling, trying to get the mic back up, and he's just looking at me like staring daggers through me. <laughs> it wasn't even my fault. Someone else knocked the mic off. All right, let's look at this. Why? Well, okay. The Raiders since returning to Oakland, 25 seasons. All right, 13 head coaching changes. Wow. 159 and 239 is their record. Three division titles in a 25-year span. Four trips to the playoffs. That's terrible. That's pretty bad. And then what do they do? They leave the city of Oakland on the hook for Mount Davis, 
which they're paying, I think it's about $13 million a year through the 2025 year. They're on the hook $13 million per year wow. through 2025 on Mount Davis, which they tarped off. The very last game of the season, tarped off. It's been tarped off for, I think, two seasons now? I mean, they came, they ruined, they didn't conquer, <laughs> and then they left the taxpayers high and dry, and they left Raider Nation wanting, and the very last play we saw of the Oakland Raiders, Classic. a ball clanking off the face mask of the one Alameda native, Keelan Doss there. Just doink, Hail game Mary. over. Hail Mary, jump ball. Doink off the face. <laughs> Everyone's pissed. <laughs> Goodbye, Raiders. And that's, that's it. And that's when they started loading up their uh, water bottles and... Started the nachos were in the sideline. Nacho, uh, who would discard their nacho? They just chucked every twenty dollar nachos in the end zone. On. I, I was told that they. <laughs> this is kind of just a ridiculous story. That you know, what I happens, even, this isn't even funny. It's just like it's so frustrating. Well, that it, you can't do anything but laugh. That some of the people were like ripping out the cup holders in the seats. Yeah, not thinking that. The A's still playing this yeah. <laughs> Imagine ripping out your seat, then the Raiders stadium isn't ready, so you have to come back, and now your seat's gone. Yes. <laughs> I, I brought my cup holder back. Oh, <laughs> it still works. Geez, man. Oh, yeah, that's All right, in contrast, we do have a team that is uh, a Super Bowl contender. Your San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, and you know what? I think people are really freaked out by that loss to the Falcons. That game going in, I know we talked about it. That had trap game written Let all down. over Let it. Down. I was, I was not only expecting something like that to happen, I wasn't that disappointed after it happened. Obviously, watching it at the time, you're like, ah, those two last plays. Yeah, where they're reviewing them both, <laughs> they got them both wrong on the field. But I looked at it and I thought, you know what? Either way, you have to beat the Seahawks in Seattle. Either way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what it ultimately comes down to. You you would have had more wiggle room because now you got to win this game against the Rams. And I have to say, you know, watching the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, man, Lamar Jackson is going to win the MVP. Mm-hmm. Russell William, well, Wilson is just he's impossible to deal with, especially he once he gets flushed out of the pocket and he starts running around like a maniac. And you cannot, and then out of nowhere, Lockett appears, mm-hmm. and then he just it's a missile to him, and you go. It's so frustrating to try to watch him if, if you're thinking, we got to contain this guy. So, Especially up there, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be a tough And one. then if you, if you lose that game, you're the five seed, and then you've got to go on the road. They probably did, well, Dallas or Philly and play. I mean, I don't think either of those teams is particularly good, but on any given day. Look, we saw the Cowboys just beat the Rams like a just drum the other them. day. But, I mean, the, the Cowboys have been a mess. I know, but, and so are the Rams. So are the, yeah. But, it just makes it so much more difficult if you have to go on the road for a playoff game. Although, if you look at the um, home field advantage of the NFL this year is is almost a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll, you see a lot of teams. Well, we saw it this weekend with teams coming in and and winning. And it just doesn't seem to be as pronounced an advantage as it once was. Yeah, and if you go back through all the Seahawks games that they've played... Their home field advantage hasn't been as great as it once was. I mean, they barely got by a bunch of bad well, teams Well, the Bengals early. early in the season yeah. barely beat them. I mean, so 
it's hard to say they're they're a team that you should be that scared of, but for some reason that matchup against the Niners, that's just always that's yeah. always a tough one. And and I noticed this one you actually sent a tweet about the three last minute or last second losses the yeah. Niners had. And I thought it was pretty funny because you had now the Seahawks, the Ravens, the Falcons. Those are all bird teams. Mm. So you cannot get the Eagles in that first round game if you end up in there. They'd be would... 0 for 4, maybe even 0 for 5 then against bird teams. You think that's the key? They, yeah, yeah, that's I think the that's the key. Of, that's the, kind of that's analysis. the analysis that I, only I bring. One, that you get only one bird place. Bird teams. Okay. Otherwise, you're good. Yeah, I, I think I understand why people are frustrated slash concerned. But I think if you look at the 49ers when healthy, mm-hmm. and they have not been healthy... I mean, the first game when they lost to, to the Seahawks and we were there at Levi's yeah, Stadium. Yeah, no Kittle, Sanders got hurt. Exactly. Uh, it was Staley's first game back. He still does but they not were rusty right. coming back. They were, I mean. And the biggest one, Robbie yeah. Gold was out. Well. And they missed that field goal <laughs> well, that would have won the game. Robbie Gold is not as so, not as good as Gold uh, I know, as he, as he used to be. I'm just saying, that ended up looming large. No, but here we are again, and so the Falcons come in, and the Niners are banged up, and you don't have Richard Sherman. Uh, you've, you've got a bunch of injuries in the secondary. Uh, you've got guys that are, that, are, that are beaten up. And so a, a healthy Niners team, I think you should feel confident. The question is, how healthy will they be? going into that Seattle game because that's kind of what it comes down to. When they're healthy, again, they, they've lost three games all in the final seconds. I mean, you could make the case that they could be undefeated. As I mean, People were killing me on Twitter like, they have three <laughs> losses, you idiots. Yes. I know, but they all have been down to the wire. kinds. They could have won any of those games. I mean, yeah, the Seahawks were banged up a little too in that game they played head-to-head. But I still think, yes, you, you make that field goal, you beat the Seahawks. That game against the Ravens in Baltimore in the rain, Right. I mean, they lost that game on a last-second field goal. That was a win to me. The second they lost that game, I was like, I'm guaranteeing victory right. against the Saints. Didn't wasn't as easy as I thought it would be, but they did win. So I think that the 49ers, I mean, the way their defense is playing, the way they can get it going on offense when they need to, especially with Kyle Shanahan's play calling and everything, right. I don't see a team that's really, truly better than them top to bottom, but whether or not you're going to get that Niners team with the health. Right. I mean, no one's truly healthy at this point, but I don't really fear anybody if I'm the 49ers. No, I'd like to see Richard Sherman out there and well, the hamstring. He's not missing that the hamstring. I know, but, but you also have to be able to run. <laughs> yeah. So that's a, that's a big part of it. I want to see everybody, you know, Emmanuel Sanders, no no wincing when he gets hit because mm-hmm. of the ribs and it, so on and so forth. We go down the list. Like you mentioned, everybody's got some injuries at this point. We're you know towards the end of the year, but that game is going to be epic. Yeah, and we'll see if the Niners uh, what their fate is. Either way, it's going to be compelling. I mean, fascinating to watch. And I, you know, I, I think people should feel pretty good if if the Niners are close to full strength. They are extremely difficult to beat. You know how good this season's really been. If we want to just take a step back, put this in perspective. Coming into this year, I don't think anyone was talking playoffs. And this yeah. season has been so good that on the day they clinched the playoffs, nobody gave a crap. Well, nobody cared. Well, because the bar was set because so much Because they've higher. raised it, though. They've yeah. raised that bar so high that they clinched a playoff berth, and everyone's like, ah, they lost to the Falcons. Right. It's like, they clinched a play. If you told me that, they were going to clinch a playoff berth, 
coming into this season, I wouldn't have believed it. Well, Vegas thought they were going to be eight and eight. We thought they'd be less than that. We had them so, a little lower. Yeah, and, and so uh, we'll we'll see. You know, D Ford is he able to come back? DJ Jones being out for the year. Well, kills that's me. that's that guy's been that's a, a problem. He is just a mass He's in big, the middle, and he can move. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in that first Seattle game, he made an impact. I mean, he was in the backfield. Uh, but he also got hurt in that game. I, I know, I know, and that's so. what I'm saying. Again, it, it comes down to health, and we know he's not going to be back. But they've got to be able to get pressure uh, from the edges. And uh, even even Bosa was saying the other day he felt he he was get he was so close so many times, mm-hmm. but couldn't get the sack uh, against uh, Matty Ice in that Falcons game. So we'll see. You got the Rams, then you got the Seahawks, and. Uh, and we'll see whether we're booking airline tickets or whether uh, it's a drive down a to Levi's Stadium. If we could just drive to Levi's Stadium for all those playoff games. And yeah. cheaper. A lot cheaper. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, I think that, that about wraps That'll up. That'll be a wrap, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is kind of a lot of sad reflection. The loss of Mad Bum. The loss of the Oakland Raiders. The 49ers loss against the Falcons. It's kind of a downer pod. Wow kind of a downer pot it's it's like we need that sarah mclaughlin song we can't afford it though well what's what's the title of that song what's that song about like i will remember you i can <laughs> sing it that's free right or if i sing more no, than like 10 think, seconds no, five I'm seconds get, we have to pay five shoot, seconds okay i think i was about three seconds no, yeah there. that's all right don't don't even risk it let's wrap it up yeah. before we get fined yeah uh, because uh the sponsorship money hasn't rolled in yet boom right there yeah it's just the logo is sitting and waiting to be Added. Yeah, could go up top. Uh, how can people get this fine product? Well, if you're watching us right now, you can also listen in the car. We're great on commute hours. On iTunes, we're SoundCloud, at our best Spotify. A we're at, yeah, we're at our best <laughs> when you're held captive for like <laughs> exactly. maybe an hour. Yes. We're great at that. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening but not watching, you can also watch on YouTube, but don't do that while you're driving. That's... You could push play on the YouTube and then just set your phone down. And just listen. And just listen. listen. That way. Yeah, that's how you do it. Or abc7news.com slash with authority. With Anytime. authority. All right. Bye. Bye, Mad Bum. We miss you. See you soon. Peace out. With authority.